We try to hit a broad array of topics on this podcast to try to help our listeners understand the work and the business of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. And today we're going to talk a little bit more on the business side. Craig Long, our CFO and COO, is joining me. And he doesn't get to talk very much on the podcast, but he's oftentimes watching or listening or throwing out his ideas. So welcome, Craig. Good morning. Is this your first time on the mic? It is. Oh, my goodness. So it, it's hard to understand that because you've been so involved in the podcast from the beginning, but he's done a nice job of staying away from the mic. So now he's on. We're going to talk today. It's going to be the first of a few episodes, not necessarily in order. We'll sprinkle them in in the next several months about our events and how we choose our venues. You hear a lot of questions about that around the state. How did you guys decide to have softball in Springfield? Why do you always do this? Why don't you do this? So we're going to try to talk a little bit today. We won't tell the whole story of what we do, but we want to talk specifically about kind of our current process and how we got there. We're not going to get real detailed on our current process. We're going to talk about what we do, but it's not always been our process. And so Craig has been with the association for 27 years and has a lot of history, at least in this quarter century of our almost century of existence. And he can tell us a lot of those stories and try to help us understand why we are where we are right now. So in a a relatively small nutshell, how do we go about determining what our venues are for our events we do exercise a competitive bidding process generally do it on a four to five year interval and considering that some of the facilities we're using are large facilities that are going to have other demands on their space we try to stay two or three years ahead of our cycle when we do that process so for example we're a couple of years through a baseball contract we'll go ahead and get an RFP out there so that we know two or three years ahead of time that when that contract is done, we know where we're going after that. And our schools know where we're going. And our cycles are generally five years. That is correct. Mm -hmm. And you use the term RFP, request for proposals. Request for proposals. They're non-binding. We circulate those on our website. We always do an e-blast to our member schools that mention we're doing a request for proposals for this particular championship venue. If you're aware of any entities in your geographic that are capable and interested, please share this with them. We also directly communicate with all of our universities and colleges in the state, especially the ones we've worked with in the past. All of the CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau functions, tourism functions, sports commission functions in in communities around the state. And just get that out there as far as we can to let anybody that's interested participate. And we sometimes get surprises. We didn't realize that particular community or university or college had interest or the facilities to support such a thing. Right, absolutely. Okay, so as I said, we haven't always used this process. We'll talk a little bit more about that process on a different podcast. We haven't always used this process, and I want to kind of get you started on a storytelling. I'm going to point to baseball. Right now, we are in Ozark, Missouri, at Sky Bacon Stadium for our baseball championships. We haven't been there for a long time. They won the last bid. But for many years, we were at Simmons Field at the University of Missouri, and we still get questions of, why don't you do this at Mizzou anymore? So why don't we do it at Mizzou anymore? Well, the interesting and the positive thing for us in our programming, being here in Columbia, we have all the physical plant that the University of Missouri has. It affords us a lot of opportunities. It's convenient for the majority of our state relative to traveling every place else. They're always accommodating, and all the kids want to play on the flagship college property. But the University of Missouri has their own programming, and they like to use their facilities, too. And their successes 
create additional opportunities for them to use their facilities. And so it's a balance. Uh, we know they're accommodating. They want us on property, but they have their own programming as well. So we had baseball at Mizzou, and really, there's probably multiple facets to what happened, why we moved from Mizzou for baseball. And it's it's not a bad story. It's actually a, a really positive story. But in what year did we move from Mizzou? 2008 baseball season was the first season under the very first request for proposal that we did. Baseball and all of our championships all have interesting stories. And in the early years of the association, they bounced around from small colleges to member high schools and all the sports. Baseball was the same, but uh, as you said, we'd been at the University of Missouri Taylor Stadium for years and years and years. And the baseball history or, or recent history is a very good example of several things that impact what we do. In the mid-2000s, 2005, 6, 7, kind of that time frame, Coach Jamison had some fantastic teams at the University of Missouri, baseball teams. I had a dude named Scherzer on the team. He turned out to be pretty good. What that afforded the University of Missouri at that time was the opportunity to host NCAA regionals for their baseball program. And they approached us about the possibility of us reconsidering our championship dates or perhaps looking at a, a temporary alternative facility for that year. And the response of the association, like you would probably expect, is that considering what we do to try to showcase the talents, experience of our student-athletes, we didn't want to stand in the way of a partner institution doing the same thing for their student-athletes. And so that was kind of the impetus for us. At that point, we, in a very short order, made arrangements with the Springfield community and moved state baseball to Meadow Park in Springfield for a couple of years. And that couple of year transition right there was the impetus to us jumping full force into a request for proposal process. It's almost like uh, you can't see what you're not looking for. <laughs> exactly right. For years, we had had not really a competitive RFP process. In the sport of basketball, we had solicited proposals and updated opportunities, but with just a select couple of properties. In addition to the, the baseball circumstance there in the mid-2000s, another thing that impacted our movement towards a competitive RFP process and a willingness to move the championships more freely around the state the University of Missouri football program under Coach Pinkle began having national success. And the fan base increased, as you would expect. That conflicted, the football season in the fall conflicted with our girls' softball season. And we generally play that championship third weekend of October, half the time or more a home Mizzou football game, many times competing for a lodging space with homecoming. And it just because of the success of the Missouri football team and the following, we found the need to look elsewhere for our softball championships. Same kind of time frame. So whereas baseball, with the improvement of the Mizzou baseball program in the mid-2000s, we had an event facility conflict. With softball, again, we're looking at growing success by a Mizzou football team. It wasn't about the event facility. It was about hotels. Right. We, we couldn't house our teams or their fans because all the rooms were taken up by home Mizzou football. Exactly. So do we use the same process? You said in baseball, that was kind of the beginning of our RFP process. Did we follow quickly with softball? We did. Matter of fact, the first cycle were effective for the school year, 2007-2008, and we had four sports that we bid at then. And we don't do all of our RFPs at one time. We try to stagger them to where what we're asking from our host communities is just to go through that process for a couple of sports each year. Uh, give them a, an opportunity to integrate more people in their community in the process, different championships. You know, this January we'll have 
three RFPs go out. Matter of fact, we're back around cycle-wise to do softball and baseball again, uh, even though we're only two years into the five-year commitments on those currently. I want to talk a little bit about, as you said, everybody wants to play at the flagship university, the wow factor, which we've talked about before, of hosting something at Mizzou. So we host our football championships right now at Mizzou. It hasn't always been the case, but Mizzou's won the bid the last few years. It is the biggest collegiate football field in the state. You can see it every Saturday in the fall on TV. It's exciting for kids to play there. That wow factor costs. It does, and we consider the wow factor when we're evaluating proposals in every sport. The Dome in St. Louis was our host for the football championships for many years, starting in 1996. We ran almost 20 years there. And the only reason, well, there were two reasons that we considered moving at that time. One was the cost. We had gotten to where that event was not profitable, and that's one of your gems of your championship season. It's not appropriate for a nonprofit for one of their big events to be unprofitable. So we, we moved that event, bid it out, and it's all driven by attendance. We have seen being outdoors with football. Over the last 10 years, the attendances aren't the same as they were when we were playing indoors at 72 degrees. But that cost just became prohibitive. And it's starting to become prohibitive now. It, it is. That wow factor, like you said, does come with a cost. Back to the baseball story, that's another good example of how the wow factor did impact where we placed it in one cycle. We spent several years at Metter Park when we needed a spot. Springfield Sports Commission, Green County Park Board, the community stepped up in a huge way for us, made a home for us at Metter Park. We were there for two or three years. When we did our first RFP, we had a proposal from, at that point it was T.R. Hughes Ballpark in O'Fallon. Frontier League Ballpark has a look and feel of a a minor league ballpark. And proposal-wise, we had several opportunities in that bid cycle. And the facility or the proposal from O'Fallon, because they do own that ballpark, was $1,000 to $2,000 more expensive than the others. In that dollar range, we made the decision at that time that the wow factor, the experience for the kids, was worth that. You know, again, this year, for example, it was mostly a break-even, a little bit of a loss for our football championships at the University of Missouri Furrow Field. At some point, we may have to consider what is the value of that wow factor. We know all of our kids want to play on that flagship field. For example, we play all seven of our championship games on that field now. We even bring down our eight-man teams from northwest Missouri. Uh, we'll have five or 600 people in the stands for that ball game. You still hear them. It's still a great experience, but we we do have to periodically consider what is the value of that wow factor. We want everyone to understand there's a reason for that cost, and there's more than just the cost of the facility that the host is taking on. In every case, especially when we're at a college or university, we are in season for them as well. And so when we are at a basketball championships, this year we're going to go four days one week and four days the next week at the end of the collegiate basketball season. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot to ask of a university. We move in and and take over. Absolutely. And even stepping back a month, we will do our wrestling championships on the same floor in February for four days, right in the middle of both of their basketball seasons. Right. And all of the staff they have, all the facilities, University of Missouri, all of our host sites dealing with the same things that all of us are dealing with in the workforce, shortage of staff. So those folks are having to step up, do extra duty. There's compensation to do them. There are expenses just operationally that go into those properties. That's cost of doing business. Yeah. I guess our point is there's a lot to this. (laughs) It's not just about cost. It's not just about revenue. It's not just about the wow factor. And it's not just about 
making sure that we keep this university happy or that community happy. It's more than all of that. It's all of that combined. And, you know, who the pitcher is for Mizzou baseball might matter. (laughs) Well, I think he's got more Cy Youngs than Cy Young did. (laughs) We're speaking of Max Scherzer, the former Mizzou pitcher who has had a very decorated career in Major League Baseball. But, again, we can't control... (laughs) We can't control everything. We can only control what we can control, and uh, we will be able to make some folks happy, and maybe not all. (laughs) Right, and and we go into our proposal process with one fundamental objective, and that is to try to make a decision that seems to make the most sense for our member schools. And what that is changes from sport to sport, season to season. For example, our team sports, we have a little bit different filter on how we consider alternatives for the team sports than we do our individual sports. We have found over time, depending on where we move a championship, it really doesn't make any difference where it is this part of the state versus another part of the state. About half of the schools would have to travel further one way or the other. So we view that generally as a wash and we're impacting a smaller number of schools. When we get into the individual sports, such as a cross country, a track and field, a wrestling, there are representatives from a large I'll even say majority of our member schools having to travel to that championship. And so we look at trying to stay more centrally located for the individual championships just because of that impact on our member schools. And those who live kind of on the far reaches of our relatively large state probably don't ever think (laughs) that we're thinking about them. We understand they have to travel no matter what unless we happen to go to their corner or edge, and sometimes we do. But we are thinking about them. We know that there is a difference in traveling from extreme southeast Missouri to central Missouri or to, you know, one of the other corners. So there's not always a way to make it easy, but there might be a way to make it less hard. And so those are the kind of things that we consider. Craig, I'm going to wrap up today. We wanted, as we said, we were just going to kind of touch on this. But it is interesting, I think, for people to hear kind of how we approach these things, what kind of factors go into it. There are more factors than we mentioned today, but we're pretty thoughtful about this, and we do ask other people what they think. However, we are, as you mentioned, we're a nonprofit organization. We serve our member schools. We do have a responsibility to ensure that we remain open and remain solvent. <laughs> And also put on, you know, the best show for the students in the state of Missouri. Exactly right. And again, it it always comes back to the final assessment of, in this circumstance, what seems to make the most sense for our member schools. Yep. Thanks for being with us today, Craig. And you have been listening to the Misha All Access Podcast. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstad, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access Podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access Podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us, and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.